It's been said this is the year of property tax increase in the Upper Cumberland. All counties have adopted budgets in the state by the state deadline of August 31st. Some of those adopted budgets have come with an increase in the property tax rate. Training today is Smith County Government, and my guest is County Mayor Jeff Mason. You're listening to News Talk 94.1 FM, and I'm Ben Rogers. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Ben. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for being here. You are the fifth county mayor I have had on the show from the Upper Cumberland, and you are a newly elected county mayor. I am the newly elected. I spent my uh, anniversary was actually last week. Last week. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary. Thank you. So being elected county mayor, first year in, is this the first time you have served in the public servant role? It's is the first time I've been in government, yes. What what enticed you about county government? Why, why not city government or why not something else? What, what enticed you about county government? Well, I, I actually live in the county, so I don't live in one of the cities. So, okay. so it made more sense, you know, made more sense for the county to be where I made my first move in government and politics. So, so when you're processing this decision, um, what were you doing before you were elected county mayor and? Before I was mayor, I was uh, I've been I was a tool and die maker for about eighteen years, and then moved into manufacturing sales and been in manufacturing sales of some sort for probably the last eight years, and uh, just decided that uh, it was time to get in politics. I, I mean, it was it was not that simple. I mean, I, I I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I grew up dreaming to be a county mayor, and that was the thing. Uh, it was kind of one of those where previous mayor Nesbitt, sixteen years, has decided not to run again. Had uh, had several folks reach out to me and say, "Hey, I think you'd be good at this. You should really consider it." Uh, ran that scenario over with my wife and my mother, and both of them were really not on board. <laughs> they uh, never are. <laughs> no, 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 for for probably good reason. But uh, you know, and then I, I just prayed about it and sought some advice from from people I trusted, and we we continue to pray about it. Uh, just came to. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of I laughed. There was a lot of a lot of things that happened in place. A lot of people reached out to me that I that I knew but didn't really know and and, and encouraged me. And uh, uh, we were uh, church, and they were talking about uh, Joshua and the stones and the river and the faith. Mm-hmm. And we were headed to my daughter was playing basketball at that time at Gornsville. We were headed to Clark Range one night to a basketball game, and we passed a uh, church sign in Monterey on the way to Clark Range, and it had something about. Uh, taking that step out in faith and uh, me and my wife kind of looked at each other and I think her words were was that a burning bush and that kind of you know from there we decided this is you know what felt like this is what God had intended me to do at this point in time in my life and uh, we went hard at it and had a big time I mean people talked about us working hard campaigning and I kind of laughed and was like you know I'm riding around talking to my friends and eating at catfish dinners and barbecue mm-hmm. suppers it's pretty cool it's, right. it's not really that hard work so a little the little church in Monterey had a little bit of peace to yeah, do with maybe getting you over that hump to decide. It did. What county mayor position and you know, there's ten or so elected offices in county government and Smith County there's not been a lot of turnover the last few no. years. I've worked in that county for, for thir- over thirteen years now as a consultant and the same officials have been there for a yes. while. Of course, as you said, Michael Nesbitt decided he was he was getting out of county government and mm-hmm. doing other things and was county mayor kind of when you started thinking about public service was county mayor kind of the idea that you wanted to go to was there other were there other positions did you think about running for county commission no no not had never i won't say it ever crossed my mind but it was not something i i desired with my with my sales career and traveling i didn't really have the time to to devote to that the way i should have you know i, I was 
out of town a lot and crazy hours and just uh, working with that and, and just wasn't something that I thought about doing. And that's all. But the county, Austin County Mayor, I think, intrigued me because you are the, the, the CEO, basically, of the county, and you get to uh, – you get to kind of set a vision and, and, and go from there. So that's really mm-hmm. what intrigued me about it. In some counties, your CEO and CFO will get to your financial structure right. later about how you have a director of budgets and accounts, kind of yes. like a finance director as well. But Correct. Um, but it's, the county mayor is a big responsibility. And huge. a lot of people may not realize how much responsibility you have, but how much how much, how lack of authority you have as well. <laughs> you don't have a whole lot of authority. No, you do not. And yeah. probably uh, – did that, did you know that going in? I don't – I. A little bit, but it, it it's been more of learning as we go, and I and I knew that. I mean, the cool thing about our government and the and our founding fathers set it up is those separation of states where one man didn't have all the power, and no, you don't want all that power. That's not right. right. You don't want to be like the CEO of a major corporation running your government because you know you have to have the voice of the people and and others around you, and that's why they set it up with those legis- different branches. Right. We are visiting with Smith County Mayor Jeff Mason. This is trending. We're going to discuss the budget process as Smith County went through throughout the show. Now we're getting to know Mayor Mason. The position of county mayor was open. How many others ran for that position? There was It was a five-man race. Five-man race. Does Smith County have a primary? Do not. So no primary, one election, uh, general election in August for counties, for county government. Five people. Five people. How much time did you spend campaigning? <sighs> Uh, we were doing something every day. Every day. Every day, every weekend, all day. We try, we kind of, I kind of said st- we didn't really want to do anything on Sundays because that was just something we didn't want to do. You know, sure. Didn't feel like that was the time to be doing sure. things like sure. that. So good deal. We spent all day Saturdays. It was a family affair. So we, it, and it well, it is a family affair. It now, is, and it continues. And that's one of the things I was going to ask you. And I'm glad you said that. How's your family dealt with it this last year? You've been in one year as of last week, right? Uh, you, how how they adjusted? It's it's been different for them. Uh, I actually probably have been home more because I'm not traveling. Sure, that was one of the things when we were discussing it before I ran, decided to run. And I'll never forget we were at the dinner table, and my my middle daughter Lou said. Uh, I said something about meetings at night and stuff like that, and she said, well, at least Dad, you'll be, if you come home from a meeting, you won't be in a hotel in Birmingham. And I said, you're exactly right. So it's been an adjustment. Of course, we're going to get into the, you know, what we've been through this year, and it's it's hard. It's hard for a mother. It's hard for a a, a supportive wife like I got to, to see the struggles that we went through, and she's my biggest fan. She's always supported me and believed I could do anything, and uh, I have to I'm tough. I can take a lot. I have to, I have to talk. I have to talk her down sometimes, but she's done great, and she uh, she's done great. I understand. My wife is um, as supportive as they come. Of course, we do not have children, but uh, there have been times that I feel like she is as passionate about it as I am, and yes. she wants to interject her opinions, and I listen. Gladly listen, and well, sometimes sure. I I take heed because she is smarter than I am. Oh yeah, I mean when it comes to some things, my wife is a, <coughs> is a school teacher at Gornsville High School there in, locally, and you know I can hear from her the, the struggles with the school systems and stuff like that. So I get a different aspect from that. Who's in your family other than your wife and your daughter that you mentioned? Uh, I have it's me and my wife. Uh, my oldest daughter Maggie is a freshman at Tennessee Tech. I'm actually uh, looking forward to seeing her this afternoon coming home. Uh, 
my middle daughter Lou Mackenzie Grace. She she became Lou as a child as a toddler. Her sister called her Kenzie Lou, and the Lou stuck. And we 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 named her Mackenzie and spelled it M C, where she wouldn't become Mac, and right. she became Lou. So, <laughs> and then uh, that's pretty funny. Then the, the, that later in life surprised my six year old son Jackson. Wow, that's changed things tremendously. He's a he's all boy. So three children. Yeah, he's my he's my vice mayor, as he says. Um, Gore, you're from Gordonsville, right? I am. Gordonsville? I, no, I'm a Smith County High School graduate. Grew, okay. grew up in South Carthage. So you're an owl. I'm an owl. All right, but you I'm still a, cheer for Gordonsville. I still cheer as well. for Gordonsville. Absolutely. Uh, uh, my wife and my wife is from there and teaches there. All my family, my first cousin's a head football coach. So I, I'm 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 big blue neutral. I'm big blue and big big owls both. So what did you wear when they played each other? If you I ago? wore a nice Callaway kind of pinkish golf shirt. <laughs> perfect, <laughs> perfect, perfect. I like it. I like it. And um, I stood on one side for a half and the other side for the other half. Of course, I saw you last Friday at the Upperman Smith. Yeah, that one is and, near as much fun. And, and um, the Upperman handled that one very, well, you very did. well. And you did. There's a good team there. I'm alumnus there and, and love my high school. So when you're thinking about this, was there anybody – I know you said you reached out to people. Was there anybody that you thought of um, – that you saw from afar, or maybe you were in contact with, it was in public service that you kind of looked up to, or that kind of influenced you, or or thought I would like to emulate them some. Well, if I, if I get in elected, I, uh, of course, you know the the, the perfect public servant for Jesus Christ, but he wasn't in politics. Uh, I kind of I always thought, and I was young at that time when seventy six was his first term. Was Ronald Reagan? I always liked how he handled things, how he. He was just down to earth and handled everything with grace and class, and uh, you know he he went to work and did his job and, and and did those kind of things. Not a lot of that was back in a different time and politically, and there was no social media and everything. So I always kind of admired how he did things. I imagine you've had a lot of support your first year. People reaching out saying, "Hey, you need something? Let us know." Oh, sure. Community. Um, oh, yeah. People outside of the county. Oh gosh. Legislative I mean, leaders. I'm. They all reach out to the mayor. Absolutely. And, Absolutely, and part of your adjustment is actually you're you're interacting with other county mayors, and in the cup of coming, there were several new ones yes, starting there last has year. Been. So y'all are learning together as well. Oh, we are, we are, and and I, they've the older ones have kind of took me under their wing, and we're a pretty close knit group. I mean, I mean, we when we go to a conference or somewhere, it's. Uh, we're we're well known when we come there. The Upper Cumberland is well represented by its county mayors. Yeah, and you are. And I brag to my cohorts across the state and tell them that I've got the best group of county mayors. I've got well, thirteen that I work with, and I would say that all of them really work hard and have enjoyed it. You are listening to News Talk ninety four point one FM. This is trending. I'm visiting with Smith County Mayor Jeff Mason. When we come back, we'll talk about Smith County's uh, financial op- operations and his first year in office. To say it's been an interesting first year is an understatement for Smith County and first-year County Mayor Jeff Mason. You were elected in August, mm-hmm. and your term started September 1 of 2018. Correct. When you came into office, the county commission had already approved a budget. Yes. So you, you as, an, as an official, county official, as the CEO of the county, had no input in that budget. Not because you were not allowed, it's just it was not your role. It was my role. The, no. the law says uh, the county mayor that's in office during that budget time has the input and, and works Absolutely. with the commission. You started September 1. But fortunately, when you come in, you did have a director of budgets and accounts. Yes. And a lot of counties, at least half of those, half counties in Tennessee don't have Maybe that person uh, by title, they probably have a designee. But in this case, y'all have somebody that really does works with the, the accounting, the budgeting, the finance. So you had somebody to ask questions, rely on. That's Miss Daisy Denton. Yes. She does a great job. I've worked with her awesome. quite a bit. 
you immediately, could immediately, immediately ask her questions about the budget. And you also, as a new official, a new mayor, had to learn about that financial process because so many counties are, are under general law or if there's 20 or so under 1981 Act. You, there's 20 or so under the 1957 Act. And so accounting and purchasing was something you had to learn. Did having that director of budgets and accounts make it easier on you when you first came in? Yes. I, uh, Daisy, along with her crew and, and, and Stacy, my assistant, were, were all in place when I got there. And, and that's one of the, the pluses of that job, taking it over, was I had a great staff already in place. And it made the transition so much smoother because they could answer questions that I had. They knew what we were doing. And coming from the private sector going into government, you – there's there's some differences and there's there's process and, and it's set up that way so the government's protected because of taxpayer money but there's just things that I thought we could do and you can't do and that's that's fine I mean I've spent my whole last eight or nine years negotiating purchase orders and beating deals and stuff like that and the first time they tell me it's like well can we negotiate no you cannot negotiate and I was like well you're taking away a talent I've had for eight or nine. Right. so you know it was just learning those things and, and we learning the processes and procedures and. You know, there's so many processes and controls that's put in place because at some point in time, somewhere, not Smith County, but somewhere, someone did something wrong. And so they the processes and procedures and learning those and how that has to be done is is is, is key. And, and having a staff that's already there and been there doing the job was was, sure. was, was a, um, amazing to sure. me. Well, and, and like I said, most half of the counties in the state are under a general law that's right. been around since Tennessee has become a state. And now the purchasing side of that changed, I think, in 1983. The legislature said general law counties have to bid out anything over $10,000, mm-hmm. a biddable item. Right. Um, so y'all are under 57, so you progress some. Now you're still under a law that's 50 years old right. or, or actually 60 years old. Right. And um, But it's better than something that's 200 years Absolutely. old. Absolutely. And so that's, a, that's something that helped guide you through. Um, for those who may not be familiar, general fund, under general fund law and county government, you have you have your main operations, which is your general fund, mm-hmm. uh, highway fund, and school fund. Those basically serve as three separate entities. Correct. Three payrolls, uh, three checking accounts at least, uh, three CFOs. Three CFOs. Basically, yes. Under fifty seven, the highway department, highway fund is incorporated with y'all. So there's there's a, a, a director of budget accounts for highway and general fund. Then you have the school separate. Correct. Uh, the nineteen eighty one Financial Management Act. It consolidates all three bodies of government by law and puts the schools in. So you have one C- CFO for all three funds. Correct. That's the difference in the laws in Tennessee. There are some private acts uh, out there in some counties that incorporate a little bit of all those that I just mentioned. But Smith County is 1957. The only thing y'all didn't change was the budget committee Correct. at the time, the, the county. And you were not as mayor when it came right. in. I actually was consulted on that, met with the budget committee, and they asked me questions about it. They did not change the budget committee. The budget committee is five members it's, uh, under the 57, but they did not incorporate that. And, that. and that was their choice, and that's legal. But the purchasing and the counting, they did. Right. So what's the advantage? And your, in your first year that you've seen, what's that advantage of the purchasing, uh, having at least the, the highway department and the general fund under one? Well, it just it's 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 a different style of management. Uh, you're taking this those financial decisions and putting them under one umbrella. That person that is tasked with that job, their only job is to know how much money's in the bank this month, what's due this month, and make sure that those checks are right, and then it, that that nothing gets bought with no money. That's when there's no money in the bank, you, you're you know I think 
I think you could ask our highway superintendent that this has been a good thing for him because it's put his money, you know, he he knows exactly what he can spend every month and there's not a lot of questions. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't – I mean, I know other – I've talked to other mayors that, that are, under, are not under the 57 Act, and I don't know that I'd want the job if that was – because, I mean, you, you you're, your day is spent doing numbers and books where – you can't really get out and do your mayor job. I'm glad you mentioned that uh, because I was getting to that as those general law counties where the mayor's the CEO and CFO, basically, yeah. it's hard for them to make time to recruit well, industry, sure. recruit jobs to the county. It's hard because they don't have the time. No, you're signing checks and purchase orders. Signing checks, purchase orders, looking at the budgets and yeah. the spending every day or every week and consolidating and checking if money's available. So it, it frees you up. Yes. It frees the highway superintendent up to be out on the road a little bit more instead of him worrying about signing checks and stuff. So there's advantages. And one of the things I was asked during that process, well, what's the disadvantage of going to the 1957 Fiscal Control Act or the 1981 Centralized Financial Management? The only thing I said was cost. Cost, yeah. And, and because you have to put in some money up front to hire a couple more people Absolutely. to do those things. And over years, in my opinion, it makes up for it. And uh, I, I think it's probably done that Smith County so far. It is. I would say, I would call it a plus for Smith County and what's sure. been done. And uh, like I said, I I would I would suggest anybody at least go fifty seven. Yeah. So we're we're you're listening to trending uh, Ben Rogers with Mayor of Smith County Jeff Mason. It's News Talk ninety four point one FM and sixteen hundred AM. The nineteen eighty one Centralized Financial Management Act, as I said, consolidates everybody. Has there been any discussion with the county to move that next step to that or discuss a private act? I, I don't think that I don't think that's something that's high on the list right now. I mean, this I'm sure we've we've kicked that around, but I mean I'm gonna brag on our school system. They do a really good job. They're sitting on a pretty good surplus in cash, sure. which which helps them. They've managed their money well. So I mean, there's not a need. I, no, not a need yeah. right now. I, I truly believe if you read the audit reports that come out every year that the state is is really trying to lead everybody down that sure. road because of how much cleaner and simpler sure. everything is. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's I think eventually it'll come. I don't know when. Mm-hmm. Uh like I say, our, our, right now it's, we don't see it as an issue. And and like you said earlier, we adopted only part of the 57 Act, and we're working to to finish that out. You know, we we want to bring in that full centralized purchasing in where, you know, it changes your bid thresholds and and those kind of things. So once we get that, and then also I want to go to that uh, the two different budget committees, and I think that's, you know, that's something in long-range plans. Sure. So how many commissioners does Smith County have? Twenty-four. And the 1950 to go or implement to the 1957 or 1981 took a two thirds vote. Mm-hmm. So you have to have 16 to 24 right. to get to that 81 or uh, something that Cannon County did this year. The people of Cannon County petitioned to consolidate their county government structure okay. and put on the referendum to implement 1981. It was voted in. Really? So there's two ways to do the 1981 Centralized Financial Management Act. The commissioners can do it by two thirds vote or the people of the county can petition it, put it on the ballot, and vote it in. And then when they do that, the county has no choice but to operate under that, and they can only repeal it if the people that voted vote in, in decide to vote it out. So um, I was not aware that was an option, but that's, that's – it, it is. It is. So I've, I've informed you today. So you have. Good. That that's is good. cool. That is cool. Uh, so 24 commissioners. Do you serve as chairman of the county commission? I do. I was reelected this past Monday night as the chairman again. How So is that – for Smith County, is that just – uh, standard that the county mayor service chairman, as far as you know, in years past, I can't remember a time when it wasn't that way. I'm not saying 
Uh, I, and I kick that idea around a lot because it it's you know you can see where there's a separation of powers there, and, and I kicked that idea around coming in, and I really considered on it this year, but uh, we I felt like it was best right now just to continue on the way we're doing. And so I have a county that just uh, last week uh, voted a commissioner in instead of chairman for the county, and the county executive called me and said, "What is my role now?" And I told him that, uh, well, you're still very involved. You're the county executive. You're yeah. the person with the information. You're mm-hmm. no, you know what's going on all over the county. That commission is going to rely on you for information. They're going to ask you questions at commission meetings. So he said, do I have to show up to the commission meetings? And I, I said, well, I would. Yeah. No, state law doesn't require you to be there no. if you're not chairman, but I would definitely be there, be present, be active. What's He said, what's an advantage or something I can do different that I'm not chair? And I said, you can veto Mm-hmm. So if you're not chairman, if you're a county mayor and you're not chairman of the county commission, you have veto power. And veto power is not in county government is not as uh, powerful as it would be at the federal right. level with the president. Um, but what happens in any anything financially related in county, a financial resolution, uh, especially the budget, a tax levy resolution, the county mayor, if he's not he or she is not the chairman, uh, can veto that tax levy resolution or that budget and say, I don't support this. I veto it. Once that per once that mayor vetoes it, they have to wait. The commission has to wait thirty days, and at that time, the county mayor can state his case why uh, he or she can state it why they vetoed it. And after that, they will talk to uh, commissioners and try at the next month's meeting try to change their mind. Commission don't change their mind; they can vote in as the same. So, just a little information on why you 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 know if you want to be chairman or not, that's a difference. You are listening to Trending. This has been Rogers. I'm visiting with Smith County Mayor Jeff Mason, and we will continue to discuss Smith County budget process and the tax rate increase. Visiting with Mayor Jeff Mason from Smith County. This has been Rogers, and you're listening to Trending. One thing I've tried to do, Jeff, in my shows recently is ask some random questions yeah. get, get away a little bit from county city government yeah. local issues um just so people can learn more about you what's your favorite sport to watch and what is your favorite team uh used to, favorite sport to watch used to be my daughter that's at tech was was play, was a pitcher on in softball so i loved watching her play and compete uh nowadays uh well it's always been this way it was ut football i'm i'm a long-suffering ut football <laughs> fan and you know, we're in some dark days right now, but it's going to get better, I believe. And uh, I believe so too. I've 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 I've, I've spent a lot much a lot, too much time on UT football over the years, and I, sometimes I think that's the good Lord's way of punishing me is He's took it slowly, taking it away from me. I've said that too. Uh, <laughs> when you wake up Sunday morning and you're frustrated, you should be happy that you get to go to church, and right, Get to go right. worship, and then you're frustrated because UT football something's wrong. So yeah. I'm I'm like you. I'm still. Frustrated and like a little bit hurt way we started, but I'm uh, a lot better than I used to be. Right, right, and I'm trying to stay positive, but I think we'll get there. I was uh, watching a sport uh, SEC Network playback game. It was the uh, Tennessee Florida game from the swamp, and I think it was '94 mm-hmm. in Tennessee when the storm came at half. We were up at halftime. The storm came. They beat us like 62 to yep. 38. Yep. And I said to myself, "That was the day I broke. I, I busted the wall at Mo and Dad's." <laughs> Wow. But I'm a lot better than that. But you're better now. I'm, I'm better than that now. I've kind of let it go. Still, uh, still love them, but you know. I, I do too. I do too. So when you got in as mayor and, and Smith County mayor, and once you got caught up on the financial structure of the county under the 1957, how much time did you spend looking at that budget that had been adopted for the fiscal year? We're talking about fiscal year 18, 19, because you come in in September of 18. 
like I said, you that budget was adopted without your input. Mm-hmm. So how much time did you spend looking at that budget? Well, I mean, we tried to, tried to look at something all the time every day. Uh, you know, it, I won't say that we looked at the whole budget every day. My budgets that I that I directly control, you know, our maintenance, our county buildings, our maintenance, EMS, solid waste, those kind of things. We we looked at those a lot, mm-hmm. just trying to make sure we were doing the right thing. And they had already started the process where once a month you you run the whole reports and you you look and see your percentages where you're at and what what you're doing and you know you you got an idea well you know and 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 one of the first things that alerted to me was there may be an issue was one of my budgets where we were already uh, amending in in October and I thought well, what what and I went back and I said did something happen June July that caused this budget to be over and 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 Daisy was like, no, this is just what we always do. We amend throughout the year. And I'm like, well, shouldn't we just put enough money in here to, if we know it's going to cost us this? And that was one of the first things like, okay, there's we, something we want to fix. I, and ideally, yes. And I've worked with, in my time uh, with the County Technical Assistance Service, uh, at some point, all my counties, I've worked with them on their budget. Mm-hmm. Every year, I work with about six or seven counties. So half of my counties, I work closely with. Uh, the budgets. I used to work closely with Smith County, and as years went on, they got th- their own process and didn't need me as much. But I will say that it, changed. You came back in the picture. Yeah, I did. I did. We'll get to that, and I'm <laughs> be glad to be in the picture. But the one thing I tell my counties when budgeting is everything, everything you know you're going to pay by either contract or salary. You should know pretty much closely what your Absolutely. salaries are going to be with positions. Put it in the budget. Absolutely. The other things that you can't control, budget high, you know, be sure. conservative somewhat, but budget high in case there's an emergency or case something happens, or maybe you, you have the forethought to see something later on down the road that you may need the money. A lot of times counties budget more expenses than they do revenue as their budget. Mm-hmm. And a budget is an educated guess, unless right. there's things like grants that you know you're going to spend out and the revenue yeah. you're coming in. There's so many factors in budgeting. We could talk for five days right. on budgeting, but there's so many factors what were some of the questions immediately that you that hit you or, or some of the items that hit you when you're looking through this and looking through the financials in October and uh well one of the first conversations I had was with Mr. Ron Queen our audit our comptroller person that we deal with and that was in October and uh, we had actually been talking about a, another project that was going on in Smith County and and he said well I've got you on the phone I'd like to talk to you a minute and I thought okay and uh, he 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 started in the process about our uh, trans notes, which we we've been borrowing money for probably the last thirty years, pretty consistently. A couple of years maybe we didn't, where we borrow money in July to get us through to October when tax anticipation notes, when tax re- collections start coming in. Right. And uh, <clears throat> he made it clear that that was uh, something that the state was not really keen on anymore, and wanted to us to to put together a three-year package to get that fixed and, and get out of that process. And uh, I, I knew at that point in time we were going to have to figure out a way to to get our operating income up. That was the first clue. Somewhere around January we got to looking at revenues that were projected and, and revenues that were, were coming in and, and, and noticed that th- we were – there's going to be too much a year at the end of the money. Right. And so – we started immediately trying to back down in February 
Uh, May was we really put the screws down on as far as purchase orders, and in June we basically just quit spending money just to make it to where we could make it to the end of the year. So for fiscal year nineteen that just ended, did the county commission approve a budget that had a deficit in general fund? No, no, it was a balanced so, budget. So it was a balanced budget. The yes. revenues equaled the expenditures. Yes. Okay, so but that actually actually that was not that true. Was that not actually the, was not the, what the case. case. No. And we've got numbers that I'll read to you. You are listening to trending on News Talk ninety four point one FM and sixteen hundred AM. This has been Rogers with Smith County Mayor Jeff Mason. So the budget that Smith County Commission approved was balanced. Did did they did they know? There could be deficits. Did they ever talk about that, or they just approve a balanced budget and say, "All right, we're going to stay within this budget. We'll be good." I think I think that's that's a true statement. So the revenue, uh, and we're leading up to why taxes were increased in Smith County. The revenue, uh, the last couple years, fiscal year seventeen, fiscal year eighteen, uh, was budgeted at one number. Uh, for example, uh, in two thousand seventeen, the revenue uh, was amended to ten point nine million. Uh, it only brought in 10.7. The original budget was was lower than what was amended, so the revenue was good there. Uh, the expenditures were not so good. Right. The expenditures in fiscal year 2017, the budgeted side was 10.4 million, but actually spent 10.9 million. That's a yeah. $500,000 turnaround. So they're hitting fund balance some there. Mm-hmm. Um, fiscal year 18 was the big one, that was big and that one. was the year before you come in uh, and. Actually, really two years, but 12 months right. or 14 months. Um, but fiscal year 18, revenue was budgeted at 10.3, original budget, and only come in at 10. Yeah. And then the expenditures uh, on that side were budgeted at nine point, almost 10 million, 9.9, and came in at 10.7. That was an 800, not, or almost a million dollar turnaround Yes. Uh, for Smith County. That, and what I mean turnaround is a million dollars out of fund balance. And the general fund. And the general fund houses your EMS, your sheriff's office, the jail, the maintenance, uh, all the elected officials that are there, their budgets. It's the biggest budget other than the schools in the county. Mm-hmm. And that's a million-dollar hit in one year. Yeah. Some of the revenue that was budgeted high, uh, and you, I'm putting you on the spot, and you may not remember. Okay. But some of the revenue that was budgeted high, um, what what did not come in as budgeted? Uh, for fiscal uh, well, year eighteen that you that you remember. Uh, well, we saw a trend probably in the last couple of years. The 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 ambulance patient charges were not hitting. We were probably losing out to three or four hundred thousand there. Our as you know, we, we, we take state prisoners and we had that that number had been they had been budgeting that number somewhere around seventy seventy, seventy two prisoners a day and the the census daily was somewhere in the fifty, so you were taking a hit there. And uh, you know they were, they did they didn't hit their numbers where they were looking for us on the revenue side and uh, didn't adjust the the spending down to match those and so you took the hit on the general fund and that kind of wiped out your yeah your reserve and so your operating income and in fiscal year seventeen the county started the year with cash or fund balance in the general fund with one, over a little bit over one point two million dollars and right. they ended the year with a little over a million dollars that was a two hundred thousand dollar hit. Fiscal year 18, as we mentioned, the big one, this is what uh, kind of blows our mind a little bit, uh, began the year with a little over a million and ended it uh, with about 600 Yeah. So really a $500,000 hit, but a million-dollar swing in mm-hmm. actual revenues and expenditures right. from where it was budgeted at. 
you're down five hundred thousand dollars or more in two years, yeah. and the 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 other basically the million dollar swing starts hitting fiscal year nineteen. Yes. And so in three years, you're down a million dollars. Yes. Um, and that spurred the conversation of what do we what are what we, we going to do? do? So when did you first notify the budget committee? Uh, we started our budget hearings. Around, well, I mean, I started talking this in every committee. Uh, probably Jan, probably February, March, and then we started meeting as as a budget committee. The right around the end of April, and that's when we started. Land, I mean, I, I what I had done was start setting the table about hey, we've got to fix our trans note policy. We've got to get out of borrowing money, uh, and then once we started, and I'll brag on you a little bit. Uh, we brought you know we we laid our budget out, and then based on real numbers and our real revenue projections that we felt were were, were accurate. And uh, Daisy and I both kind of looked at each other like, oh, my gosh. And, uh, and we'll get to that because yeah. we got we got another segment just to devote to that. You're listening to News Talk 94.1 FM, 1600 AM. This is Ben Rogers with Mayor Jeff Mason from Smith County, and you're listening to Trending. So, Mayor, I'm visiting with Mayor Jeff Mason from Smith County. This has been Rogers. You're listening to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. I do have one more random question for you, Mayor, that uh, so people will get to know you a little bit better. Give me a hobby. What's one of your favorite hobbies that that maybe even maybe you didn't have you don't have time to participate in now that you're county mayor, but that you would like to if you don't? Well, I I used to play a lot of golf. But, uh, don't get to do that as much as as we used to because as I said earlier, I had a daughter that. Played a lot of travel softball, so we that took up a lot of the summer months of playing golf and then schedule and uh, just don't get to do it as much as I want to. I understand. I like golf too. So as the budget process is continuing in Smith County for fiscal year nineteen twenty, you're trying to set the budget for the year we're in right now. Uh, the budget committee's meeting. You've been in discussions with the comptroller's office, mm-hmm. and one of the things they're telling you is and it's it's going across the state right. one of the initiatives they have at the state comptroller's office is to do away with tax anticipation notes whereas the county's borrowing money in july to operate and this is uh, this is payroll this is personnel mm-hmm. items these are uh everyday operating ex- income yeah. yeah everyday expenses you're borrowing money Good. to operate and the comptroller's office saying we're we're we want to see counties get away from this it's not good business uh, some counties are borrowing from banks. A lot of counties are able to borrow within themselves from another fund. Uh, that's something Smith County had been doing. Yeah. So you didn't, you wasn't paying interest costs, but they're trying to get you out of that. So that's one of the initiatives they said that you need to do. And I've worked with counties for 14 years now, and sometimes a comptroller, if they want you to do something, you you probably need to try to do it. I would I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we are a political subdivision of those guys, and if you hold debt as a county, they. They have a lot of say in what you do and how you do it. But some county commissioners, not picking on them because I am one, so I feel like I can say uh, some things about county commissioners as well, but some county commissioners don't always believe that the comptroller will do what they say. We've learned this year when they send uh, personnel or uh, uh, even managers from the comptroller's office to counties to speak to the county commission saying, you need to do Mm -hmm. this or we're going to do this. It's reality. It is reality. And y'all are facing reality with yes. the tax anticipation notes. You're also facing reality with getting a budget passed. Mm-hmm. You're you're realizing now your your county's hit fund balance the last two years. Mm-hmm. You're going to hit fund balance again. You started two years ago with a one point two million dollar fund balance. 
you're looking at less than $100,000 in fund balance at the end of June 2019. Yeah, the, some of those first numbers were absolutely scary. They were. And when, and when I and when I talked to you in May, or come in April, May, and yeah. looked at some of this stuff, I was scared myself. Uh, we talked through this, you and, and, and I and the uh, budget committee chair and the county attorney and mm-hmm. the director of budget accounts sat down and met and talked about what the options are. Property taxes is not always uh, the favorite option. No, it was not the favorite. I mean, it wasn't an option this year, but it was the only option we had at the time because a wheel tax would took a referendum, a sales tax took a referendum, and it just the, t- the time wasn't there. And uh, basically, the comptroller had said, "We're not going to approve your budget on the hopes you pass wheel tax." You needed money now. We needed money now. And the comptroller- well, we needed we needed they needed that security that we were going to fix our problems. Right. And the only security that you can control, or the county commission can control, was the tax rate. Was a property tax increase because, like you said, wheel tax is a, another step to it. Sales tax has a referendum. Right. You had to guarantee the comptroller you're going to do something, but you also cut expenses. We so did. the budget committee is going through a meeting what were some of the things they cut or, or give me or a number they had cut because it wasn't it wasn't all oh we're just going to raise taxes and not cut no, anything no, y'all y'all no. did both well i mean we, we we actually put together a a scenario to work what our budgets would look like if we didn't pass any tax increase at that time and uh you know basically we figured it was a 25 percent across the board tax increases well our ta- cuts and once you start looking at that you know maintenance of effort comes in and there's certain certain budgets that can't be cut so that 25 in certain places was going to be 37 38 in other places so i mean it to make that balance and it was i mean we were i mean and it, like i said it's not scare taxes. It wasn't scare taxes. It was it was cold hard facts. Mm-hmm. That fact that hey, we were going to shut some ambulance stations down. We're going we're looking at cutting services. Uh, you know, headcount decrease. And you know, once you and like we talked earlier about the headcount decreases. Once you start to get into segregation of duties, you're kind of tied as to how many people you have in the office, and it's it just gets really tough. It does. One of the things that hurt the county and and to this point was discovered as well, and and maybe. I put some light on it, but uh, when I looked at the numbers for the past few years, you, if you budget nine hundred fifteen thousand dollars in sales tax for fiscal year eighteen, and you only bring in eight hundred thirty thousand dollars, yeah, you shouldn't increase your budget for the next fiscal year. Absolutely, and, and not. the county increased it actually fifty more thousand to nine hundred sixty five thousand. Well, it and all that didn't get close. Well, it all kind of came clear what was what was basically going on is that we were pushing revenue numbers out to where. Wasn't going to be attainable, and we were pulling, like I talked about budget. I mean, that budget in October, we were pulling our expense lines down to to make that work, and you know, and it came from the and and I was, you know, they the, the deal was they didn't want to raise taxes, so they made it work. They made it work for three years, and it just didn't work anymore. It just could not work. What did the budget committee finally recommend to the commission? It passed uh, out of budget committee a fifty nine cent property tax increase. Passed out of there eight to nothing. There's eight members nothing. of the budget committee. I was at that meeting. I'd done yeah. a presentation just for educational purposes. I was not advocating no. for a tax increase. No. I told them the options. I, nor was I. Right, right. <laughs> Nobody in there was just ringing the bell to do it, but uh-uh. I had to go through the options and said, you know, you either got to do a lot of cuts, which you, this maintenance of effort was restricting a lot of that, or you got to increase your revenue. And your revenue is going to be up to the commission. And they mm-hmm. went with. The budget committee recommended a property tax increase. So you you get out of budget committee, mm-hmm. you go to the full commission, and the first time the budget comes up, the full it, commission, uh, third Monday in June. 
Was that a regular scheduled meeting? That's regular. That's a re- so they had they had adopted a regular scheduled meeting in June the third to pass a, basically that was to pass a budget to mm-hmm. get it done for that July first deadline. Uh, we presented the the budget was presented. Uh, it it was voted down thirteen to eleven that night. So. We were back to square one. And to approve a budget in county government, you just need a simple majority. Simple majority. So you needed 13 yes. Instead, yeah. you got 13 no. Um, eight budget committee members voted yes, but did they all vote yes when it came to the full commission? They did not. It was four it, Four of them voted against it at that time. So they had something to change their mind between yeah. budget committee and full commission. So you're, you're, you're missing – basically, you're missing two votes. You need yeah. two votes to swing. Yeah. Because uh, if you only have one vote to swing, you're at twelve, twelve, which still means you don't pass. But you need two votes to swing. What? So when that vote come in as chair, what did you do that night? I adjourned and we moved on. I I didn't want to. I didn't want to be a to you know look like we were going to recess and twist arms and try to flip the vote. I I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want that on my watch. So basically, what we did, we adjourned that night. We came back and called a special call meeting. No, our regular call meeting in July, and. Basically, what I did was that night is we presented, we we took the budget and proceeded to go line by line and department by department, trying for those guys to find some 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 more cuts and what could be cut out to make it work. And uh, there was no tax rate increase on the uh, on the agenda for that night. And uh, I was approached by some commissioners to add it to the agenda, and I put it out there to start the meeting that they and and it was approved to to have a tax rate voted on that night. I think it got down to around twelve thirty one o'clock, and uh, they were tired, and they passed a.m. 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 Now they yeah. passed a budget. Passed a budget that night. And the on tax levy. Tax levy of fifty nine cents. It's fifty nine cent tax increase. So break that out for me. Of that fifty nine cents, where is that distributed? Uh, we we set up what we what one of the things we set up was a nickel of that goes to uh, a capital projects fund. Uh, I believe it was. Thirty cents went to the general. Most everything else went to the general fund. Yeah, yeah. We well, didn't increase debt service or anything like that. Actually, uh, one of the reasons we want to do that capital projects fund is we had been borrowing money on short term notes for our ambulances, police cars, any kind of capital projects, and uh, I wanted to get away from that because that was costing us money. Well, when when you called me in, I was looking at all that and saw how many uh, notes that had been issued debt notes that had been issued for purchases of police cars, ambulances. There was one. That was issued for thirty something thousand dollars. You're you're borrowing thirty thousand dollars, so you're paying interest. You're paying finance uh, cost on that thirty thousand dollars. And ideally, for that amount of money, which is a lot of money, but that amount of money in county government, you want to pay cash. Absolutely. And so the committee had talked, and the commission had talked, and and meetings, and said, you know what, let's start paying cash for these things. Uh, and that, so yes. five cents yeah. went to capital projects. And how much is the penny value in Smith County? It's around thirty nine thousand six hundred dollars. So two hundred thousand dollars now yeah. is going to capital projects that will enable you to pay cash. Absolutely. Where where does the county go? So you've raised tax increase. We've raised taxes. Didn't like it. Nobody likes it. It's part of it. we do. Not what I want to do my first year. My job from here on out is to figure out ways to decrease that budget, be able to give money back to the counties where we can. We don't want to. We don't ever want to be in this situation again. Whether that's me, for and I keep this job for a long time, or I get beaten three years. I don't ever want anybody to go through what we went through. And we've actually put some policies in place that will keep that from happening. We passed a measure a couple months ago that says we have to have thirty thirty percent of our budget in cash to start the year, which is a great thing because it it takes those out. Uh, we're looking at ways to cut costs every day. Departments working together. 
I'm bringing in some people. I'm bringing in the Barrett Group to look at our revenue streams to audit those. Uh, we're looking at building building efficiencies, what we can do with those things, and just you know, hopefully, if nothing else, we can get back to giving our our, our hardworking employees raises and benefits and and for those kind of things. Mayor, I appreciate you being here. Thank uh, you. The people have asked about Smith County and what happened this year, and we've informed them. You have been listening to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. I want to thank my producer, Will. Uh, always thank Marsha Lee. And join us next week at 8 AM on Friday. This has been Rogers.